Hey y'all, this is Danny Shante with Giving It How We Get It, the podcast. We are on episode 24, OMG. So it's your girl Danny. Go ahead and introduce yourself, my beautiful co-host. This is your girl, the Evil Show, aka the episode 24. 24, y'all. We here. We here. God damn it, I'm here. Say no. So we're going to get into some Black History Month stuff. Yeah, so in honor of Black History Month, um, we, I just kind of thought this would be a good time to um, kind of go over some of the shit that we as niggas mm. been through, especially in the last year. Because, like, I mean, if we, if we, if we going to be real about it, like, we can talk about Black History to the fucking yeah we turn blue in the face um exactly um but just recently like a lot of things have happened um when it comes to black history so i think that you know it's important that we we talk um the first thing i want to talk about this ain't really black history but it just shows you how white privilege is white privilege Mm. the storming of the fucking capitol building Mm. Mm -hmm. the storming of the capitol building Mm. while congress was in session like how many of them were killed I think six up? people altogether were That's killed. It? That's um, compared to when they be... mm. Yeah, I think I think um overall only it was like six people that um that was actually killed. But it just shows you um just how white privilege, how like your yeah. skin color gives you the privilege that because had there been a you bunch of niggas trying to storm the Capitol, it would have been bloodshed. Girl, it would have been bloodshed all over the Capitol steps. All okay, over. It'd have been done. It would even have made it that far. So I wanted to kind of just go over like the um, the timeline that pretty much what happened. So you know we we haven't really talked about anything because we did the recap for 2020. Right. When we but I think yeah, but I don't think we we touched on the Capitol because it happened in 2021. But basically, um, a group of people stormed the Capitol after on January 6th of this year, and this was after they were at a Trump um, rally. So these were all mm-hmm. Trump supporters, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, of course, well, first of all, they tried to, they, he, he did, he was impeached again and they tried to, they wanted to put him on trial. How do you get impeached again? Child, (laughs) this, this so ghetto. It's super ghetto. It's so fucking ghetto. Um, but on the day before they stormed the Capitol, they, um, it was like protesters, um, they had gathered at Freedom Plaza an advanced protest events plant for um, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, a con- press conference was held um, from the Capitol Police Chief. Um, you know, things like that. So basically, they were saying, like, y'all need to chill. Right, right. Um, at 8 o'clock in the morning, I believe. It was it was, it was was early as shit. Um, pre- your, your, your president, he tweeted... Um, cause this was still about the stolen, uh, cause this was before, this was before, um, right before Biden, got, in Biden got, got in office. So he had tweeted, I'm gonna read the tweet. Um, he said, he, he's still talking about voter fraud and he said, states want to correct their votes, which they know, which they now know were based on irregularities and fraud plus corrupt process, never received legislative approval. All Mike Pence has to do is send them back to the States and we win. Do it, Mike. This is a time for extreme coverage. Now, mind you, they did so many investigations on on voter fraud and nothing was proven about voter fraud, like nothing. So basically from the time he tweeted that to maybe like noon, 
um, he was supposed to have, he was supposed to do a rally and had a, had a speech. Um, basically, at the rally, he said, we should storm them. So we, should, we should go in there right now to Congress while they're in there right now and demand um, that, that, that they go back and, re- and redo this election. Oh, my God. And what did these white motherfuckers do? And y'all just did it. That just shows you right there the white privilege alone because we know damn well we wouldn't be, we wouldn't even think to do no shit like that. So even if you are a black Trump supporter, you child, still know you can't do no shit. A half an hour <laughs> after he said that shit, crowds of his little supporters they gather outside the Capitol building. They was yelling, screaming. They was standing off, all that kind of oh. shit. And then uh, they was able to overrun the little bit of fucking security. Now, mind you, it was a meme going around because it was a little black. Well, not a meme. Uh, um, the video because it was the black. Um, a black security guard who basically, well, he might have been a little bit more than security. Right? He might have been like a police officer, but he right. was um, in charge. He, it was ho- only him that was trying to keep all of those fucking white people. people they was climbing walls. They was breaking windows. They was acting like fucking animals. That's what they was. They were fucking animals. And the fact that they thought that shit was okay. And the one lone black cop. You know what I'm saying? He was trying to lure them away from... Because I think there was... Congress was in, in session. So I think that he was trying to allure, lure them away from the room that um, Congress was in. And right. they took him to a, a different wing of the Capitol building. And then, you know, we all know what happened after that. But it's just like... So many black people was like tweeting. It was so many tweets. It was so many comments. I mean, this shit went on for days. And it was like... And even... And nothing was really happening. Even people on uh, like the news station CNN even on Fox News they was like plenty of people came out and said if that had been a bunch of black people yes. they would have been dead Joe Biden said if there was a bunch of black people and shout out to Kamala Harris because I don't think we talked about that yet <laughs> we got our first black oh, yeah. woman <laughs> hey, okay Mama. hey hey madam vice president okay <laughs> period <laughs> um that's black history in itself okay yeah, we made history definitely. um but it's just the first woman, the first black woman, the first woman and the first black woman. Like, that's just crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, like everybody was like, yo, if there had been black people and that just continually shows you how like, like people are threatened by, uh, threatened by us, by our, the color of our skin. Mm-hmm. But you got these Damn. fucking white devils, these animals. And this is not the shade all white people, but we're not here for that right now. Like, so if y'all in these comments, if y'all going to come in these comments, talking about, oh, y'all hate white people. That's not this no, right now. This ain't giving it. But this is just talking about the history of this country in general. This fucking country was built on our fucking backs. You know what I'm saying? On the backs of of black people building this goddamn country. And then you got these white motherfuckers that think that it's okay. Like, they didn't think nothing was wrong. And then they wanted to play victim. Then they wanted to play victim. Y'all over here tweeting and putting on Facebook that y'all stormed. Yeah, we just stormed the Capitol. And then they're fucking. And was proud of it. And then when now when y'all motherfuckers is getting arrested because now they got pictures of everybody in the FBI got the most wanted list out. Now y'all want to play a victim? Like right. fuck out of here. Yeah. So, so let me ask you a question: mm-hmm. Do you think things are getting worse? I don't think things are getting worse, and I think I had this conversation before with somebody when we was talking about like like the Black Lives Matter um, you know movement and things like that. I don't think that things are getting worse. I think things are more visible to people because yes, remember a lot of white people a lot of white people that live in like middle midwest and shit like they don't really like they see what they only see what goes on on tv and that's and, and what goes on on tv is what the media want us to see you know what i'm saying right, so right. i think the that now i think that 
for so long people were taught to like oh the black man must have dead he had to have done something in order for, in order for this cop to to have right. shot him and now y'all now a video we got a video and we're able and we have social media so we're able to take we're able to record something and send it out to millions to of people and send it out to millions of people in, in, in five minutes yeah. and you and, and, it, and it paints a very different picture and, and it's always been that way too. Like yes, before social media, it just make you feel like how many exactly how many how many cops have changed stories, um, have wrote, written up reports and to justify and their actions, and that's right. not what happened. Right. The difference now is that we see what's going on. We yeah, see it. We we watch y'all put y'all, y'all knee on George Floyd neck for yeah. a fucking eight minutes and forty six seconds. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We watched y'all he do had no weapon, nothing. We watched that man cry for his mama. And we watched that fucking cop with no no emotion or nothing in his no face. No emotion, no nothing. Just as he it. felt this, while as, as, as cop set by and just looked and just looked. While, while while he while they took this man like while his this man's like life was just withering away. Exactly. So I think the difference now is not that it's happening more, or I think it's just that now people see like now because people see it. now people it's see that exactly, there. and and people see that sometimes. They aren't provoked. So we was watching a movie, um, uh, the hate you see or the hate you give or something like oh, that. that. Oh, and how that little boy was shot. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, yeah. you know, these these cops they say, Oh, I was threatened. How did you feel threatened? How how? How how? How? She went through a lot. How? How did you feel threatened? Trying to tell that story. Exactly. Like, how did you feel threatened? How did you feel threatened? He had a brush. Didn't he have like a brush or something like that? Or he had a brush. He had a hairbrush. A hairbrush. And it's just like, and if y'all didn't see the movie, go ahead and see it. I think it's on Netflix. But I think that like, you know, as black people, like we just tired and we just fed up and we not taking no shit. And you know, I'm not gonna say I'm not my ancestor because my ancestors they 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 was killed. They was hoes. They was chased by dogs. All those things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So that we could be comfortable the way we are now. But I just feel like it's still so much more work that needs to be done. And I just feel like now people are actually seeing it. And now white folk is like, Oh wow, he didn't do nothing. You know that nothing happened. That that didn't happen. Exactly. Exactly. Y'all know nothing was happening. And it's crazy because the black Panther party, I feel like was before their time because before this social media thing, they actually used to go out to the scene. Remember they had like, um, what, like the police radios and stuff where they would listen. So whenever black people was getting pulled over, they would show up to the scene of the crime and they would watch and they had their guns and everything sit there and watch. And it was, and they was ready to protect, protect each other. Cause you know what? The the amendment, second amendment says we had the right to bear arms. So we're going, we're going to exercise our rights. Yeah. So they was before their time with that because they definitely would come out it's crazy because you mentioned something about about the Black Panthers and um the the movie just came out Judas and the Black Messiah. Oh um, yeah, I didn't see that. You told me it was a good. Movie. It was really good, but it made me mad as shit because it just another case of using our own against us. Oh yeah, um, they will use you against you. So we know Huey P. Definitely. We know Huey P. Newton filmed the Black Panther Party. Well, um, what's his name? Uh, was it? Fred Hampton, I believe his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Fred Hampton. It's basically a biopic of him. He is the he was the leader of the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party, and basically it was it showed how you know he rose to become the leader of the Black Panther Party. It showed all the positive things that they were doing, but also how they banded together. Um, he was prominent because he didn't just stick with just the Black Panther Party. He went to the different gangs that was in the area to like unite them, so like the Puerto Rican gang or whatever that was in Chicago. Yeah. He banded with them, um, and so basically they came together to say it's not blacks against whites, so blacks against Puerto Ricans. It's 
us against these pigs and of course the cops didn't like that shit and ultimately they killed him while he was asleep um but the crazy thing about it is that um william o'neill which was um just a petty thief um he got arrested for stealing a car the cops basically told him you can go to jail or you can go infiltrate the black panther party and take so we can take down fred hampton and what did he choose to do he infiltrated it of course once he got in there he realized that it wasn't what yeah, he what thought it was he he, right and and now he feeling guilty he ended up committing suicide years and years later but um trauma, yeah because he know what the fuck he did but he basically did. he um fried him to and fried him to was really young when they killed him he was only like 21 so f- imagine wow. a 19 20 21 wow. year old like being a leader of the black panther party like it was he was it was serious um but he uh bill william o'neill drugged him um the cops raided his house while he was asleep and um this is i think in, in the, well in the documentary this happened but i believe this happened in real life where his girlfriend who was nine months pregnant at the time they had wow. they had taken her out the bedroom um mind you william o'neill gave the cops a um a blueprint of the apartment so they knew where his room was and everything like that mm-hmm. um they killed the two people that were supposed to be protecting them or whatever and they was like oh you know is does he look dead does he look dead and then they sh- mind you he's still drugged he's still asleep because he, she couldn't get him up because he was drugged shot shot put two bullets in his head and said and the cop you hear the cop saying oh he's dead now wow. and they killed him wow and then they dragged his body in like the doorway so half his body was outside the other half of his body was inside so all the black panthers could see that the cops killed him Wow. When I tell you, first of all, I was drinking when I watched it. So <laughs> I was, and I was even more mad that this really happened. And then that they, again, another case true. of using our own against us. And it's just like, it's just, yeah. and of it's course, you know, the guilt make you tilt. So years later, he ended up committing suicide because it's just like, I think, on yeah, that was, it he was an FBI on. informant. Right. There was something else that you had posted. Um, I think it was a 17-year-old black woman that was the first black woman that they uh, tested for, um, like, in gynecology or something like that. They oh, yeah. So and yes. It, and that made me think of... Yes, yes, yes. Of course, yes, absolutely. And I read the book, too. And when you read the book, the book made... Like, I read the book before I saw the movie, and the book just really, really made me... So, really and, and stuff like that. It's just like, this, this is the black history that we don't really know about. Like, we really built this fucking country. Yes. Like, yes. we really we really built this country. They still use ourselves to this day. Exactly. Um, a, a bunch of different things medication everything um so yeah so what i had posted for those of you who don't know is um this uh doctor he he had slaves he um the 17 year old girl basically he was the he was supposed to be the doctor of modern gynecology or the father of mo- modern gynecology um one of his slaves he um basically used her as like a test dummy, a test dummy. and then and then exactly because they because they felt like because she was a slave she couldn't feel pain so it basically said that she had over 30 surgeries and the same surgeries he performed on her was what that was painful on white women he, he he gave them anesthesia and then it basically was saying like you know he told his son who told his son who told his son who told his son, told his son and wow. now we got generational wealth in this white household from testing yeah. on black people yeah and you know what that thing with the pain thing is real because i know even in my own personal story i i had a fibroid tumor that i had to get removed before having to get it removed i kept going to the doctor on several occasions saying to her like yo something's not right 
you know, I feel different. I'm feeling pain. I'm feeling like this. And she just would completely brush me off every time. Like, oh, no, you're fine. Just take some Tylenol. No, bitch, I'm not fine. I'm not fine. And then come to find out, I went and got a second opinion. And if it wasn't for me advocating for myself on numerous occasions, I wouldn't have even known. And I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't even have my kids. Right. Because come to find out, the fibroid was in my uterus blocking. Because they don't, they don't take what we, a lot of times they don't take what we have to, to say serious. So basically I found the, um, the article that I had posted. So it was basically, um, Anarcha Westcott, our mother of modern, basically they're saying that she was the mother of modern gynecology because the doctor or her slave master, um, he, uh, she endured at least 30 painful procedures until J. Marion Sims perfected his technique. So imagine being a, a, a slave and this man has performed 30 different painful procedures on you so that he can take that and be like okay no now i know how to and perfect his craft um so he opened up a women's hospital in the 1850s where he treated white women with anesthesia he will later go on to be dubbed the father of modern gynecology um and that's crazy because it's like you know this is years and years of generational wealth cut because he he used her he taught his kids how to you know that became doctors who taught their kids to become doctors who taught their kids to become doctors and this is this woman had to endure all of that so that we can be able to go to a fucking gyn visit now yep and just to still not have our voice be heard because like and I still said, not have our voice be heard because i don't believe that, you're, that you got fibroids i don't believe that you're in pain i'm telling this lady every day like yo i'm i'm like bent over in pain every time my cycle comes on and i'm dying in pain you're like oh just give it another couple of months. Everything will be okay. No, bitch. It's not going to be okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And that's right, crazy. You'll be really trying to help me. And it's crazy because as a health as, as as a healthcare professional myself and working in a health system is like, you know, with the COVID vaccine going on, um, they, like, they're, our black doctors are trying to convince other, you know, African-American or people of color to actually get the vaccine. And it's like, I get why they're, why they're trying to do that and where they're coming from. Right. But you got to also understand why we're skeptical. Well, yes, as, why as black exactly. people, we don't want to be fucking guinea pigs exactly. because we, we know about Henrietta Lex. We yeah. know about all these different, you know what I'm saying? We know about it's this shit. Thing. Medical apartheid is what it's called. And, and we know. And, and we're like, no, you're not about to use me. Yeah, and because you, we've been test dummies for years. For years, for years. No compensation. I think I saw like a, it was like a, um, it was a, it wasn't an SVU episode, but it was something along those lines of it was an episode on TV about, um, you know, somebody, somebody's uncle or grandfather who would they was storing his cells and using his cells to, for, you know, for medicine, um, and to find cures. Yeah, and the family wasn't, and the family wasn't getting compensated for it. Yep. That's and me. then, that's what they did to her and, and yeah, and it's like, it's just crazy because this has been going on for years yep. and you know, we, we know a little bit now, but look at, think about all the people that we don't know about. And look at even what's that, the, um, the Tuskegee experiment, what they did to them. Exactly. Testing them out, giving them syphilis. Right, and, and and or making them think that they're being treated for something that they don't that, that they they didn't even have half of them didn't even have. Child, it's like so. Yes, this is Black History Month, and we just kind of just felt like we just need to talk about these things. Like we all know about Martin Luther King, we know about you know Malcolm X, right. but it's just like. But we need to get educated, like you said. We, we need to be more educated. Than more than just a month, more than just a month. We need to, this need Black History needs to needs to be a part of you know uh secondary education or primary education yeah, black history is, is history. black history is american history, american period. history period like all everything all the shit all that we built all that we've invented all that we've created all that you've stolen the women you've raped the names you've stole like it's just, it's just 
it goes on and on and on. So for them to try to denounce that and put it in one month is right. already a smack in the face. Well, I, shit is well, I will say that Black History Month didn't start out as like it wasn't because it was the shortest month of the year, which I know a lot of people think. Um, it was because it started out as Black History Week, and it was extended to a month. And it, in February, it was chosen because of all of like the president. It was like the prominent right. people that mm-hmm. was born who had birthdays in February. So, for those of you who think that Black History Month was given to us because it's the shortest month of the year, that right, isn't that's accurate. Um, but you know what? I did want to. Uh, we got. I think we got some time. I want to just kind of talk about. You know, we have this um, new senator, Corey Bush. Um, she is the senator for or the house rep for missouri mm-hmm. and she is black and she is ghetto and i am here fucking for it okay i mean she ain't ghetto ghetto but you know i'm here for her because like i was watching some videos on youtube and that's been kind of my no she got even but um but you know my uh she was talking about the capital and um my i was watching some videos on youtube and that's kind of been my thing now is like to like watch little youtube videos so i kind of want to play an excerpt from her going in um a little bit so yeah like we gotta we gotta recognize that black people ain't ain't black, black people is on their shit right now and like can we just say real quick kudos to the black women to the that's doing I it i really kind of feel like the black women has been stepping up just a little just a little bit more a little bit more than than, than the men right these days i mean i'm just saying because i mean we have a lot of black women right now who are very vocal and right. being you know activists right now and i just i just think we need to you know Let's clap it up for them real quick. <laughs> we doing our thing. We doing our thing right now. Um, but I do have something I want you guys to hear. Um, so give me one second. That's the thing I was like, yo, when I heard her wow. say that, I'm like, that's crazy. Like she like, I don't give a fuck. That like we we bang. Like, what's up? They get here and she was and for the you know what like I said to you guys before, she was talking about, you know, the Capitol building and the storm at the Capitol building. And it's like mm-hmm. that was deep. Like that was crazy. Cause she was like, I'm going down. The fact that she had enough heart to say that, because I feel like that's what the problem is now with a lot of black people. They don't have the heart to say those types of things. Right. And especially like I said, coming from a woman. Right. It's just like, damn, it's just even more powerful. And that, that she, and she was just basically, you know, giving her experience on what happened. And it's just like, you know what I'm saying? She was getting death threats. 
she was oh and, and then so that was when she did that she did that in front of congress when they were talking about the capitol building so she had on a mask that said brianna taylor these dumb white motherfuckers thought that she was brianna taylor they thought she was Brianna Taylor. And she was like, I'm not Brianna Taylor. I'm fighting for Brianna Taylor. What? Like, what kind of. That just shows you. Like, how disconnected. Y'all so disconnected from what's going on in this world. That y'all thought this woman who is the. She's in Congress was fucking Brianna Taylor because her mask said Brianna Taylor on it. The fact that she had the coverage to wear Brianna Taylor mask. Number one, right, say her name. Seeing, you gotta give, you gotta give props to, to this woman. Yo, I saw so I was on YouTube like watching like a lot of interviews that she was on, and I'm like, yo, I love her. Like, I fucking love her. Like, she's just so real. You know what I'm saying? She right. was listening how she was a, a victim of domestic abuse, and she, you know she was a single parent, and you know what I'm saying? I think she's like a she was an RN or whatever. Um, but she just said that she got into Congress because she was tired of. Not, not having a voice not having a voice and i is. feel like especially during this time now like especially with the younger generation like i think that going forward we are going to start to see more people that look like us um in 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 positions of power and in political positions because Definitely. we like hold the fuck up we're not taking this shit no more we're right. not taking this shit no more right. yeah we're not taking it no it's more. about time for that though because i feel like the era of the, the malcolms and the martins I hate to say it, I feel like the people who was fighting kind of died off with them, okay. like during that during that time frame, because those people kind of like weren't afraid to be like, oh, they said we can't ride the bus, okay, then we boycott the bus, right? Then we no, then I I walked walk the three hours. Listen, we gonna, yeah, <laughs> well, and then okay, yeah, now we able to get on because we had to show y'all, right? We mean the power of the black dollar, like right, exactly. So I feel like we do, we definitely do need to get back to that, and like you said, it does seem like it's starting to happen slowly but surely and that mm-hmm. probably is why some things happen the way they do because they they see that mm-hmm. even though a lot of the white people are disconnected the ones who know what's going on the powers that be they they know what it is right so they pretty much like hold up we gotta, we gotta right because these niggas ain't these these niggas ain't chilling yeah like they they getting a little out of control now like they we then ain't scared no more they saying what they want to say out their mouth like like y'all y'all getting out of control you know what i do hate though and since we talking about black people is when they be like oh when we talk about like you know we all in philly and the crime that's in philly oh black on black crime i hate when motherfuckers say black on black crime oh like it ain't a such thing as white on white crime white people what what is crime is fucking crime Like and they may do it a little bit more. They just say these motherfuckers. They they, they're they're the serial killers. They're the fucking psychopaths. Right. Serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. They're the they fucking serial killers. You got five kids with the man. You working on like what? The I fuck? hate when people you say black on black crime. There's no such thing as black on black crime. Well, people people kill people. Exactly. Period. And of course, I hate to say it. If whatever's happening. If I'm killing, that's the people that you know. That's the people in my area. Then if, if, it's labeled it, as such, right? And I was about to say that. It's, but if it's, you grew up with white people, you probably be killing them too. It's, I mean, it's, it's shown that people are going to like when you put a group of people in in, in a, a crabs in a barrel. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. You put them all together, and you don't give them no resources to make life better for themselves. Exactly. They tend to it just it's, it just so, so happens that they 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 tend to um you know attack or 
feel like they have to be aggressive. Yeah, aggressive with people. And, and if it's all people that look like them, that's that's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to get. That's what you're going to exactly. get. So it's it's crazy because black people are good for saying that though. Like, well, black, they need to stop doing this and doing that. Okay, and we know that 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 is that is an right. Issue, but where do you think that issue stems from? That, that, anyway, you don't know that. How, how y'all think cocaine got here? <laughs> how y'all think guns got into the neighborhood? Because niggas. <laughs> And, and niggas ain't go a, a, across the Cuba to, and bring back exactly. uh, fucking drugs. Listen, it's funny you say that because I saw this old interview with an old, um, a former gang member from LA. Mm-hmm. He said one day they was just chilling outside. He said they just so happened to look, it was a car parked in the alley full of guns and drugs. And they said, well, who the fuck, how'd they get here? And they said he started noticing it started happening more often. Wow. There you have it. Wow. This shit wasn't there before. Wow. They said the government was dropping that shit off. It was. I believe that shit. Like, how else did it get there? And then they and then they put us they put it to us and then they have us beefing with each other and then they be killing off each other. Then they get mad because I hate to say this, niggas be selling coke and making more money than you. So right. You, well you see what happened with weed. You see what happened with weed. The government was like, okay, if I can't beat them, join them. Exactly. My thing is, if weed is legalized, then how come it's still motherfuckers in jail for a dime bag or, or for why, or for pushing why, weed? Why, why are they, they even in jail? jail? For something that is natural. It's natural. It's from the earth. Now, 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 now it's legal, but y'all going to still... Then that mean y'all need to let everybody who's fucking locked up, they need to be released. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yo. I yo, wish y'all could see yo. the behind the scenes stuff that be going on when we be fucking... <laughs> Doing our podcast because y'all be y'all will laugh like no, but that's true though because look at how they get you. Oh, at the state level is legal, but then at the, the federal feds, level, the federal the feds level will come get me if I'm doing X, Y, and Z. Like it just don't make sense. Like if you want to make it legal, make the shit legal. How many people do you know, Danny, have overdosed from smoking? Nobody. How yeah. many people have died smoking? But how many people have died on fucking heroin, heroin, alcohol, ha- heroin, alcohol right. right? But that shit, but, but alcohol. That's why I don't understand. Alcohol is legal, but you have more motherfuckers. But more right people there. kill. They more people get killed from it from alcohol related deaths than <laughs> we not even going to go there. How many people? How many times did you hear somebody say, "Oh my God, he was high off marijuana and it it drove him crazy and he killed a whole family"? Child, it's a mess. Like <laughs> I just feel like <laughs> it's Black History Month, and um, I just feel like you know we should just you know just try to learn a little bit more about our history and um, understand where we come from and understand how much more we have to do because um, it's not enough. Um, but so when y'all hear this episode if y'all haven't already seen it please watch um, Judas and the Black Messiah and then I would challenge you to take it upon yourself to research more about the Black Panther Party um, the you know um, the move uh, the move um, what's the word I'm looking for what Black Lives Matter no 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 um, in Philadelphia uh, oh, yeah, yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and not just the bombing part, but just like what they stood for, what they what they were for. Like, I would challenge you to just kind of go a little deeper into how these organizations came about and what they actually stood for, and not go by what you saw on TV or what you heard about right, from right. somebody from a white teacher. <laughs> um, cause yeah. And then shout out to Corey Bush. Shout out to our Madam Vice President, Miss Kamala Harris. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I I'm not going front. I didn't necessarily care for her. Um, 
to start but I'm hoping that there can be some kind of change with her in office um while I wasn't all gung-ho for her I do feel like you know I want to give her a chance to try and bring about some change and if if anything at least another young black girl can look up to her and say I can someday yes. be vice yes. president or president of the United States of America because yes. I have because represent, representation matters and I, I see mm-hmm. someone that looks like me that's in that position so mm-hmm. so sum this episode up i think that's a good episode i think so too i know it wasn't we didn't talk all about black history but um just the little things that we touched on um you know i think that just kind of shows we got we we, we, we we've come a long way but we still got a long ways to go um my food for thought is my food for thought is you know pretty much the same thing i just said like just challenge yourself to to know more about organizations that you were taught to look that look look at differently you know what i'm saying black panthers and things like that like i would challenge you my, that's my food for thought is just to do your own research and kind of figure out things and how, how these organizations work for yourself right and mine's is pretty much the same thing like just be open to learning something new and different that you probably didn't know before about yourself about the history of this country you know about black people in general right okay well this was this by the time you guys hear this this will be the end of february so i hope you guys had a great month and learned something that you didn't already know and we out we out